On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week 11 of the 2021 NFL season. We go into our segments of Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, Preview Week 12, and things as always are two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Olm. Kevin, I, I'm Shut kind- up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your face. I was like, I, I, I should have brought some pepper because I know salt is already in the room. Oh, it's, but, it's uh, here. It's It's been here. It's been here. It, it's Usually always... we, re- we record these for, for background. If you don't know, we record these on Wednesdays. Yeah. So you have we have a full three full days which is to most of the week good. unless we play Monday night to fully digest our games as well as you know the other ones and kind of any news that comes out afterwards because it sometimes happens in this case Rogers injury we found out what it actually oh, we, is it's we not found COVID out toe yeah um it's just a fractured toe so it's got a yeah. little foot foot inner pictures with them that was We'll get into that later. It was a great thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, we'll but, get into uh, that a little later. It, it's a good thing that we do record so far, you know, <laughs> yeah. removed from yeah. the action because I'm still, I, I'm still not in a good way. And I mean, if we had to do this on Sunday, Sunday night I, or something, I right basically after. just laid on the floor for the rest of the day on Sunday and just <laughs> stared at the ceiling. And and it's not even like we got like a great like wrestling because like. Cowboys Chiefs, the other game we highlighted, and that was a clunker. Like it was not what we thought it was going to be. As it usually is. I know. And, like we weren't. We just got to stop assuming that. a lot of points. Yeah, no, we should yeah. see a lot of points, but but every time we'll that we that. think it's a sure bet, it's it not. never pans yeah. out. Yeah. So I guess With the exception of the Vikings Packers, which we knew. I mean, we we watch it together, obviously. Which there, I'm sure there are clips somewhere out there of it. There, there are clips on my computer that are very long form um, that have to be Trimmed. edited down yeah. that I will get to when my heart is a little bit more recovered. Um, that, that was my other thought. I got home and I was like, I can't, I can't maybe, watch this. Maybe we'll, they'll, you'll, you'll see them as like we approach, uh, you know, into, when we get into January, when their next, the final matchup of the season at least in the regular season comes in and be like, this is what happened last time. And yeah, we'll, you know, we'll or see. maybe, maybe never, maybe no. we just, maybe we just accidentally hit delete on all those videos. <laughs> that's, that's cruel. That's um, cruel to her. But yeah, I guess do you want, you want to get right into it. I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Might as well, you know, don't beat around the bush. We, we can. So the Vikings you know. defeat the Packers 34, 31. Yep. Uh, I, I want to congratulate you. Uh, this is, this is a line that, you know, I don't think I've ever used this in previous years, but I love it so much. So I've I think I've kind of been overusing it. You guys won your Super Bowl, and I'm really happy. Wh- for which you. that's what's really funny is like <laughs> the only people that are saying that are Packer fans. Like yeah, because are... it's an insult. No Vikings fan <laughs> like, is going to say that. It's like I don't understand. Like that's where it's so funny. You guys it's like are you... providing the the groundwork for that insult, but you're not going to say it about yourself. I don't know how. I don't. I don't understand how we're providing the groundwork because God forbid we're excited. Because like, it's it's the the meme and someone made it and I think I tweeted it where it, the guy freaking out and drinking the champagne and all that stuff and then like he's like low on the podium and it's like you guys beat the Packers by three points without 
like almost an entire side of the starters. All right, let's also not talk about like injuries are a part of football. No, That's I know like, when they are. And we, it's not like we were without people too. But but the punctuation like, <laughs> mark on that is that then you get to five and five, and I I'm not saying you can't celebrate. It just feels like. I, I was talking to a coworker. I, all about I'm going to say is, if the the situations were reversed, you'd be celebrating. You'd be obviously I, happy I, about I'd it. I'd be like, celebrating, but there's there's a diff, there's a difference in magnitude. I think I it's see you can say that because it didn't happen that way. No, it's true. So it's like you're like you know it's it's all hypothetical. But yeah, but injuries the, are a part of football. It yeah. happens every year. Every team gets hit by it. Some more than others. The Packers have been hit by it, and it's just like. Yeah. And, and we were still it's in a position where we could have won this yeah. game. And it's just the the part that kind of – it was funny to me until this week when it became personal. But there's this quality of Vikings fandom where it's either fire everyone or we're going to win the Super Bowl. And there is no in-between. I, I feel like you're you're you're, juxt- you're putting – you're lumping every Vikings fan to get – like you're, you're – Singling that's, out the loud true. ones, the yeah. loud ones that you see randomly because you know retweeted by like fifty people. Because my my Twitter is in. just swimming in Vikings fans and, because I'm connected to 10k. Well, and also there there is a Twitter algorithm. Like you interact, yeah, I may with or may not interact. You with interact with a lot of them, so that becomes like recommended for you. So like that's that's just shout you know, out your to your like own that doing. Craig guy that became my best friend for 20 oh, I think minutes. I saw that. Yeah, I saw you, you screenshot that where it's like <laughs> he went through my timeline and like went through like three or four like back to back. I I do think like tweets. I thought about pulling up because you had some some spirited language yeah. like tweets in yours oh, yeah. where it was very much like. Kevin's still very upset, very I'm, salty, I'm very upset. like yeah. I don't know, just not. I'm not gonna say irrational, but it, it was it was very just emotional tweeting. Yeah, and, like, and, and that's you know, that's what that's it's part there of fandom. For. That's part of no, it. No, eh, and I, mean, I want to congratulate Craig because we've been asking on this podcast for weeks, yeah, months, yeah, for people to throw some of that back, and it happens here mm-hmm. and there, but that was a. That was a great showing until yeah. he blocked me when I never responded. have I ever though seen someone like with an actual you know no shot. I mean, neither of us have like a platform. Like I have never yeah. seen someone be so like you could literally you know get like canker sores from the amount of salt from this Aaron Nagler Nagler. Holy he was, fuck, dude! He was very upset, that, and like that's like something where it's just. I don't know. Usually like, you don't see never... that level in a blue check. Mark. No. And then I'm like, that's yeah. where I'm like, yeesh, man. You got like almost like 90,000 followers, I think. Like, that's not, oh, you're just asking for it. And like, I don't know, man. As one of his followers, and... I loved it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about, let's talk about the Vikings first. Because yeah. I feel like that's more interesting. Sure. Because I, I wasn't really surprised by anything that the Packers well, did. What was shocking was, I, I think you saw a lot, we, you know, we talked about in, or in the preview where with these, you know, division matchups, we know the teams know each other really well, especially Zimmer. He's gone up against, you know, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you know, over a dozen times. And um, so there's a lot of wrinkles that you try to, each of them try to put. And, and a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who, um, you know, one of the more knowledgeable, like he's seen everything, you know, you mm-hmm. have it. That's a, diff- that's a difficult thing to do as a defensive 
uh, game plan is trying to confuse him at least a little bit. And and we did see that in in the beginning, in the first half. Um, more so in like the first quarter, the first couple drives, there was a couple different looks, a couple different stunts that Zimmer brought. Um, obviously, it didn't last throughout the game. I mean, he had a phenomenal game. Yeah, and, um, and not to take anything away from Zimmer, because you know what you said is true there. Mm-hmm. Having said that, the Packers in general to this season, slow starts. Yeah. A lot, a lot of games where, you know, like... The, the Lions game is the perfect example yeah. where, I mean, they the didn't pull away until looks, the second half. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and this is one, like, the, you could say the same thing about the Vikings with the exception of a first drive, like, yeah. every few games. Usually after that first drive. The first scripted drive. Then where and it's then like, after oh, that. shit. And then we, you know, in yeah. the second half, come back a little more alive and, and whatnot. But it and kind of a baby version of that happened uh, in this game. Yeah. And I guess... I want to talk about first the Vikings offense and the Packers defense, yeah. kind of that side of the equation. So obviously the the you know the storylines going into this game, the Packers have been on a great run on defense against very good, you know, typically very the good Russell offensive Wilson teams. game doesn't count. No, I texted yeah, my dad but, but and I I'm, said like that was that helps inflate. That was an inflated ego like situation. Chiefs, like that's nothing wrong with that one. I mean like well, they allowed th- yeah. in the last 3 opponents going against Kyler Murray um, Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, yes, came yeah. back from a long injury, but still Russell Wilson. He, you know, they only scored 34 points in those games. Yeah. And so that but was a huge question mark. I, I'm always a big mine. kind of believer of, I don't know, like the law of averages where mm-hmm. anytime that it, it, either side of the ball, maybe the whole team, anytime you're getting talked up and the hype reaches a certain degree, yeah. I mean, these guys are humans and the defense... I thought in this game, the front seven did a decent job. I think they really focused on stopping Delvin Cook. And yeah. with the exception of, you know, a goal line run that, you know, what are you going to do there? Um, I thought they did a good job. Um, the, you know, the problems stemmed almost exclusively from the defensive backs. Yeah. The corners, the safeties. I mean, Savage, I think, dropped two or three interceptions in this game, which we will come back to. I, I think um, just, I thought it was two. There was the he, one he got the third that was called back on penalty. I think as well. What? There were which one on penalty? The roughing. Oh, the well, that yeah. was earlier. That because that was the first one. Yeah, they had the one where I think where I think it might have been him where Thielen knocked it out, kind of played defensive back on it. There were there were two, and that then were I just saw the last one. Where yeah, he, there, he hit the ground. There but. was the roughing one to Savage. I think yeah. he dropped two other ones, and uh, Amos I didn't, dropped. I didn't think so about one. that, but I don't know. Maybe not. Either I think way, you're thinking of Amos, but anyway, and then. You, you know, so that's that's what's going on with the safeties who, yeah. other than kind of not capitalizing on opportunities, played pretty well. Yeah. And then you have the cornerbacks, and I just want to take this moment to address a good chunk of Packers Twitter. I I like you guys. I'm on the same side. If Kevin King has another island of a good game, no one apologize. <laughs> he is not good. There will be outliers. If you have Kevin King suit up for a hundred seasons in a row, he's gonna have a couple good fucking games, especially against Russell Wilson yeah. with nine fingers. Kevin King stinks. Kevin King can't cover. He can't run. He can't turn. He can't do anything that they ask him to do, especially on good receivers. We had, and if I ever get the clips edited, you know, there was a third down, I think, in goal yeah. from medium range, and I looked at you and I said, 
where is Adam Thielen going to catch his touchdown? Because yeah. it was Thielen on King. Yep. And it wasn't even close. Like, Thielen barely Thielen had to caught, run a yeah, route. Thielen like, did like a little like speed out, and he caught the ball out in the flat, and he had one guy to beat, and it was Kevin King, and he just like yeah. just jumped back inside and, and just like, kind of walked in. He planted his foot and yeah. changed direction, and it just, just destroyed Kevin, Kevin King's King. yeah. world. I, I'm sure Kevin King is a nice guy, but I will never let my guard down with him ever again. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, you know, kudos to... This is a big credit. Like, I've been critical about Clint Kubiak, and kudos to him. He was putting Justin Jefferson all over the field. He was lining up in the slot, uh, yeah. you know, out wide in the backfield. The, the the first touchdown he got, he came out of the backfield for that one. Yep. And, you know, like that's what you need to do. Um, it was creative. It was good. And I and, think a lot again, of the times— It's just eating teams up in the— intermediate part of the field which we talked about in our preview is the weak spot of the green bay packers defense yeah they play off their opponent and they like don't you know get beat deep um and they give teams underneath routes but they have to be precise about it which that is one thing that Kirk cousins this year his deep ball has been pretty bad actually compared to what it usually is um just he's not have that you know the accuracy is not there his intermediate he is far and away has the best quarterback rating in intermediate that's throws between 10 to 19 yards uh, downfield of anyone in the league. His like rating is like 140 something. And it's like that, you know, it was a recipe like we talked about last week where the Seahawks, that's their complete weakness. That is a huge strength by us. And you have guys like Jefferson and Thielen who are so good at finding spaces in the zone. Yeah. And if it's a man, you know, they're good about getting separation. You know, they have that quick kind of a burst ability. Yeah. Um, and when you have, you know, man coverage, I mean, I, you know, originally when we drafted Eric Stokes this year, I was disappointed. Yeah. Having seen how the season's gone. Call him and seen, a track star. Yeah. Well, they call him a yeah. track star, and I was just. There's a clip of you. Being I was just very mad. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I, I thought that he's, you know, developed pretty well this year. I think mm -hmm. he's exceeded my expectations, which granted, you know, certain Kevin what do you King even talk has made about? that they had a, really low. Well, he, you know, he came from Georgia and obviously Jefferson, like they went against each other in college yeah. and, you know, Jefferson did not yeah. have bad games in college. And so I, I didn't even realized that until I think like after the fact or whatever. Yeah. I and I mean, that. it was clear too that, you know, Eric Stokes, the rookie, Justin Jefferson, the ascending superstar wide yeah. receiver. I mean... I, you know, Stokes got beat a bunch of times. Yeah. And if you're shocked at that, no. I don't know. I mean, there was, like, there was a lot news, of victory Justin laps. Jefferson and Adam Thielen are very good receivers. Like, yeah, there was like, a lot of victory you know, laps I saw by like uh, certain, you know, Vikings radio personalities about how everyone said Stokes is going to shut down Jefferson. I don't know who the fuck said that. That's yeah, a know. ridiculous take. So I don't know. It just, it stinks. And injuries are part of the game like we said before i just wish that we could have seen a jair game rather than a stokes kevin king but like game. the thing is like he's been out now since i think like week four something like that like yeah. i think it was a steelers game where he went out or he got hurt it was steelers yeah. and so like it's not you know and like i said the packers defense has had some really good games since then but obviously yeah. you know him being out there you know an all pro caliber corner is only going to help you. Yeah, so it's and it's like, just that's the only antidote for a Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and yeah, I guess the only other part on this side of the ball that I really want to talk about. Okay, so I have been on the side. I have been mostly aligned with you, especially in you know, leading up to the season, that Kirk Cousins is better than a lot of Vikings fans give him credit for. Yeah. Right. So I want that on the record. He did not deserve his box score in this game. 
He threw three dropped interceptions. He threw one interception that did count. I don't, and he got I still one taken I back. I still don't know. On a I, I know one one interception. Like obviously the one that got that was a terrible decision by him. I understand. Like I the only logic I can see in that is Jefferson's been unbelievable and like just give it give him a chance. It's not going to be picked. It's if anything you're at talking worst, about the one at the end. Yeah, yeah. If like if anything, you know that that's what I would. Well, he had a touchdown that was for. an eyes closed. Fuck it, JJ out there somewhere throw that Jefferson made an amazing play on. and yeah. Stokes fell down. I mean, he was he which was I don't hit really give compl- him like he was smoked that on that either. play. I just he like, had a great box score in this game with the exception of that one interception that was allowed to count and. I I've seen so much victory lapping and to a certain extent. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm is. not saying Kirk Cousins is, I've never once said Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the, like, there know, are I've never said that. he's even top five. I have, I have always held true that yes, I think he's inside the top 10. I put him at the ceiling, like at eight. He's playing right now though. Um, I mean, it's, it, at the end of the day, like interceptions and near interceptions that, ha- that, that's part of it. You know, you can't yeah. fault like something like, Rodgers had one that Breland should you can argue Breland should have caught in the early in the game. Yeah. You know, he had the fumble that bounced right back into his hand or like squirted back into his hands early in the game. Like that's part of it. Luck is very much a part yeah, of C- football. Cousins also had a fumble that no, I, was recovered I, by your own team. It's just, I know, but like it's yeah. one of those things where luck go is a is is a large factor in football. And like in in plays like that where you know, I I didn't like his deep throwing ability or his deep throws this year. Some of them have been very questionable. He got away. He got lucky with the underthrown, you know, defensive pass interference. But that's been what's been happening literally for the last three, yeah, four that, years. Yeah, that's been true the whole like, game. I just know, wanted it out there that, you know, and, and, it, I, and I tried to, to preface say, though, like, it by had, saying. He had a good game. Yeah. Like, he, like some of the throws that he had to make, like, he was pressured. I think I saw a thing where he was pressured on over 40% of his dropbacks. Yeah. Which is, you know, and the that's most this year. And is a silver lining for a Packer fan, at least. Yeah, you got pressure that without, without you know, Gary yeah. and without Zedarius. And, and it's one of those things where, like, I don't – this was not – he did not have his best game of the year. I don't even think it's probably, you know, top two, top three. Like, but he – he had a good game, and obviously he made some throws. Like the, the interception, he got very lucky that that uh, Savage couldn't maintain possession of that. Um, yeah, shout out to Fox. Uh, fuck you guys for going to commercial yeah, right there and, and letting back, me, letting me sit and in my happiness and my bliss. Immediately hearing back, hearing them being like, "Yep, it's been incomplete," and then you get Dean coming on. Yeah, I got a puppy for Christmas, and then I turned around or I went to the bathroom and I came mm-hmm. back and it was dead. Like I, yeah. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be, but never do that to me again, Fox. Yeah, I, Dean. Rip my heart out there. I know you only yeah, he, did what you gave, had to yeah, do. Yeah, he but. gave you one earlier in the game with the, I think it was the Osborne no catch where they called it a catch on the field. Oh, well, that was Why? Well, I, I know. That like, was bizarre, too. They reviewed that for like a half an hour and it very clearly yeah. bounced off the ground. Um, I don't know. And so, yeah, this was a game where it was really nice to see Jefferson and Thielen both having great games. And it, like I feel like that games that they had is so like indicative of like that, you know, that should be their norm where Thielen like – Eight of eighty-two for a touchdown. Obviously, like very just efficient. Yeah, you know, create separation, gets those like hard-earned, you know, kind of plays. That it's unbelievable that he, like, we, I saw that play near the end of the game that kind of like iced it, where we got in a field goal range. The where, one on the sideline. Yeah, we're feeling. on the sideline yeah. where you know he he made a he actually comments about it where he says, yeah, I think because um, I think it was uh Sullivan. No, it was um the guy that intercepted the ball at the Cardinals. 
Uh, Douglas, oh, Douglas. Razul yeah, Douglas Rizul. was on him, and he's like, yeah, he must have been, you know, thinking I'd stop earlier. And so, I, you know, when I felt him kind of hitting the brakes, I went a few more yards and, you know, able to turn around, and Kirk did a great job of throwing it inside on that one because Douglas was on the out. And, like, it was one of those plays where as soon as he turns, the ball's like, you know, a melon right at his face. And, yeah. You know, and stated bounds and – yeah, I don't know. A, a good performance. I mean, 31 points. I think the Vikings have never had it, you know, like they've always had a potent offense this year, yeah. or at least in theory. And then it's just a question of play calling, which really there wish they could have played you guys there, during there, your turn. There was one phase. that I'm so glad that did not come back. And like, otherwise I'd just be looking at this where we had, I think it was like a third and short. It was a third CJ one, Ham. And it was the C, like they yeah. motion out Cook and they did a sweep. CJ Ham, like, I don't mind you giving it to CJ Ham up the middle on that kind of a play, but trying to get him to the outside, it's like, and that was a, that was a drive that could have put you away. You know, another score makes it, you know, multiple scores down and yeah. late in the game. And I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that did not, because otherwise I, I would have been just sitting at that being like, what the fuck were we doing? I think, I mean, I think I said that right away. Yeah. There's still some hints of the old play calling style, yeah. but it's definitely a big departure from that. Yeah. And I mean, on the other side of the ball, I don't have a ton of thoughts about, you know, Packers offense, Vikings defense. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, Zimmer had had some stuff dialed up to kind yeah. of, uh, you know, stem the flow a little bit in the first half. And if you Rogers, if you would have shown me Rogers stat line at the end of this game, I would have been like, we got, I mean, yeah. no way we win. Rogers had a great day. Yeah. No, he had and like, and that's something where. That doesn't happen usually. Like if Rodgers has a great day, you know, like we have to, we have no room for error on offense. Yeah, and I, I think that they, you know, th- if anything, this win, I think why what maybe you're seeing is, and I'm, you know, I'm just maybe generalizing here, but personally for me, why maybe it's obviously more exciting. Obviously, it's a huge rivalry game, um, big for the division and staying two and zero in the division. Um, but it, what it is, is that it means we're not being swept by the Packers this year. Um, it's a legitimate win against a legitimate team. Like, you could say, like, yeah, beating, you. beating the Chargers, you know, their Chargers, you know, very well after, especially after Monday or Sunday night, they should make the playoffs. Um, Everybody's going to the playoffs this year. Let's just get that out of yeah, the way. Yeah, but, but, like, I, I just think, like, it's <laughs> the AFC is a little more muddled, though. The AFC, yeah. like, the NFC has some bad, bad teams. Like, the Falcons being in the hunt is kind of ridiculous after what we saw on Thursday last week. But I think it's it's something that you can never, like, you know, looking back, being like, we won in a, sh- in a you know, quote-unquote shootout, you know, against the Packers. And and I think, cause you know, the Packers are making the playoffs. That's, that's a given. They're probably winning the division mm-hmm. unless they, they slip up and, you know, we beat them at Lambeau, which yeah. we did last year. Um, obviously with fans, that's me a different story. And, and who knows? Um, yeah. And it's, it's a big game. And, you know, I, we, we talked about that leading up to it the week prior and I get it. It just always seems like, there's not quite the same level of intensity. Like I had a back and well, forth with I mean, the 10K you, Twitter account. You about go, that. you go. You know, you, instead of being nine and two, you're eight and three. So it's like you know, no blood essentially. Like in ours, it's you know, four and six and five and five. But I don't know if it even if, like, if you if you flip the records going into it in the situation, I think you guys are still reacting the same way. Where you just you, you've know. been you've been hurt, and it's been. Two, you know, back to back Hall of Fame quarterback, all that stuff. Yeah, and there's just there's some trauma in the past. Well, that of course, 
I, it, to be it fair, seems though, to like be fair, you guys sure cheer since 2016. I think I saw in like the last five years. Yeah, it, it hasn't even been you know, that bad. Yeah, I think we're seven five and one against you guys. Yeah, or seven four and one. So you know, but it's just like the sustained perception of it. It feels like you are happier that we lost than you won. All of the tweets are, fuck the Packers, the Packers suck, I hate the Packers so much. No one tweeted out that field goal and said, we won, we kicked a field goal. No one was celebrating a lot, see, their achievement. Yeah, again, like you, you lump in one specific thing and as like all of them. It's not an all-encompassing. Like I don't understand that aspect of it. Like I, I could nitpick and find... Packer fans, one like one specific thing, it'd be like I lump all Packer fans. That's what it feels like you're doing, and like I just don't agree there. Uh, it's just I don't my, know. My I'm, perception. I'm, you saw how nervous I was for that 29 yard field oh, goal. Oh yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> yeah, I've seen us miss shorter, and I'm not even really putting <laughs> you in this category as much, like specifically. But I'm talking more in general, and you could see. It I just with, think it's a slippery slope. Generalizing. That's what I'm just saying. Like, don't I? I you know. Don't punish the whole fan base for the sins of few, you know, kind I, of a thing. I'm going to punish the whole all right, fan Well, base. then I'm just going to knit. I'm going to find Do on it. Packer Twitter Do somewhere it. Do it. specific people be like, wow, look at all these Packer fans, like, all Packer fans. Yeah, like, that's what do it. And I will I'll defend my people. And I'm pretty sure the the fuck, you know, fuck the Packers is the similar. It's the whole it's, division. It's the similar anecdote to. Like, fuck the Badgers for a lot of Minnesotans. No, yeah. That's but, what a lot of that comes from. But there's a thing on the internet where I guess I don't know if there are Lions fans on the internet. So I'm just going to, I'm just well, going to put you, them what off do you expect? on the shelf. What do you expect since like 1994? Like yeah, but like, Bears and Vikings the fans will just say FTP at each other. And like, that's the joke. And it's just, first of all, it's the laziest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but second, like, that's not a joke. There's plenty of things you can joke about, even though, like, oh, two Super Bowls in 20 years. Like, I don't think it's a joke. I think, it, you know, it, it's the whole, the you know, the enemy and my enemy is my friend kind of a thing. Yeah, like but it's just so like, like, I don't know, man. You know, someday... it's, it's just common ground. You're like, eh. Because, like, and also, you look at it, have the, pack, have the, have the Bears in the last almost 30 years had any solid no. like consistency with their team no no have the lions god no no the vikings you can argue they've had a you know years where they'd be like really good and then they have a couple down years and they you know it's, it's yeah the vikings have been the volatile. most relevant and then the packers have kind of almost always been at the top and, of and that what's the common chain. denominator they've had st yeah. stability at the most important position in football i'm just and saying, i think that's that's why yeah you know no one was saying fuck that no one like it would you not see lions bears and vikings fans in the 80s and 70s being like fuck the Packers," because like they sucked like you look at those two decades yeah. they were terrible from basically between bart Starr and brett Favre, they were yeah nothing and so special. i can take so, it as kind of a it's weird just your lifetime that's compliment. all you know though but well, yeah, I, I just I want to say something out there. There's a lot of like, especially Vikings fans. I don't interact with Bears fans that much. Um, there's a lot of Vikings fans relevant. out there that this is this is going out to someday. I hope you can cheer as hard for your team to win as you do for my Jesus. team to lose. <laughs> it's a sad way to go through well, and life. Of course, like, you look in a situation. What has it been most of the time? Like you guys have you guys have won the NFC North more than we have yeah and especially in the last 25 years correct and then you so you look at it why do we root for we obviously root for the viking i don't know why you say that because like i'm all, like viking if the vikings win 
that's great for my week. If the yeah. if the Packers also lose, that's just a cherry on top because what are we usually? We're usually neck and neck or below you guys in the standings. So obviously, no, I, I want I division leader to lose. Why it's that way? I'm just saying it's it's gross and I don't like it. Again, you, you flip the situations. You'd be doing the same thing. The years that we'd be in the division lead, I don't know. The years that we'd be in the division leader, right by you. Of course, you're rooting for us to lose. There was only Come one on. time that I'd you're say that, that was true that in you my wish life. You don't go every Sunday or every Monday or every Thursday. No, I'd rather you guys exactly. Lose, but the the order of operations there is different, and that's where you're just complete speculating. The the only time in no my life that I think I've been happier at a Vikings loss than a Packers, you know, win. Kind of context determining. I will never be happier for a Packers loss over a Vikings win. Yeah, and the only time that that's happened to me in reverse, I can't has say been anyone that would do that. The like, Brett Favre NFC Championship game that that was, but that had kind of drama and more context involved with it. And Your run of the mill things regular season. Well, not, we've I'm already not, been. I'm not talking about who should have won that game. I'm just talking about the end of it made me very happy. So I don't know. I just I want that out there. I want peace and love. And if you hate me. Talk to me on Twitter. I don't think you want peace and love. Of, you definitely don't. No, I want peace and love unless there is no peace and love. Unless case, unless it's at my unless I'm being like, you know, called out or at my expense, then I don't want peace and love. You only want peace and love if it gets makes you happier. Like if it's peace if it, and it, love it or war. I just don't want to be bored. <laughs> Jesus. Uh yeah, so I it's obviously one that I I, I think also it, it's a legitimizing win for a lot of you know, so-called experts out there that are like weren't sure if the Vikings are a good or bad football team. I'm still not sure. I mean, it's still a one-score game. I mean, it still kind of fit the playbook, though. You know, like it's oh no, still of course, hard to get a beat on. No, yeah, but I, I think it's there was no question that the Packers were a good team going into this week. Yeah, I just you don't can think have, this helps Vegas marks, at all. You have question marks against like the Chargers, and you have question marks against other. T- you know, like obviously beating Seattle, that's looking worse and worse. At the time, it didn't, but. You know, it looks worse and worse now. And so, like, I don't know. It's one of those where I'm like, you know, we got to win. And we're we're not even in the seventh spot. We're in the sixth. And, you know, behind the Bucks. And I I don't know. I I think this is is a playoff caliber team. And it definitely could be a team I've seen a lot of places. Team that most teams don't want to go against in the first round. Oh, you're going to put that label on? I'm not doing it. What I'm seeing a lot of people don't because of how, like, you know, you you look at it in January. When you look at it is they, this team is, you know, (laughs) every game has been in a late game situation. So they've had it. You could, you know, there's always like that adversity. Is it going to be too much? Maybe, probably. You know, maybe you, guys, you don't want you guys every are game. So experienced at nail biters yeah. that by the time the playoffs roll around, you'll you'll be the pros. I know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think it's just one of those where, I mean, we're obviously a talented team, especially when the offense is humming. I mean, they can go against anybody, and that's something where, you know, yeah, it's great. It can be really bad or it can be really good. We're really due for a bad Kurt game, though. Which I mean, we should have had one if whatever. Um, but uh, you can't you, even be mad about that roughing because, like, that's textbook. That is the rule: direct helmet to helmet. I think Kirk's helmet's too big. I think we need to inspect <laughs> Not an Eli man, his helmet. Man. Not at all. Uh, do you want to kind of transition? We have a little bit of news for each of our teams in the yeah. last day or so. Yeah. So aren't you? Um, so I, I can start because mine's kind of simpler. Uh, Aaron Rodgers put his foot really close to a camera. And explained that he has. He was a waiting fracture. for that to be asked too, because well, he was like, "Where?" I was like, "I don't know if I have a room in this." No, no you, you know why he did it? 
Yeah. It's because everyone was saying it was this COVID toe you thing. You said it was COVID. I thought it was COVID yeah. toe. Yeah, I was on the record. I mean, he wasn't telling us, so I yeah, obviously the most you know, the the moral high ground is to speculate on another man's health. Yeah. Um so yeah, I thought it was COVID toe. It turns out it's a fracture in one of his toe bones, which I don't even know what toe. I, I mean, there's so many bones though. I think it's his pinky toe. Oh, the 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 least important one? God, I mean it's still a fracture. <laughs> I know, bone but like in his toe. There's like a bone. I mean, I you know. th- no, like the foot has like five hundred thousand bones in it that are all like really small. But not as not someone, a pinky toe. As someone who <laughs> broke a bone in his foot at some point, let me tell you, it hurts. You didn't break your pinky toe. No, no, it was like the middle. But um, Just buddy tape that shit, and you're fine. But yeah, so and he did this because of the COVID toe rumors swirling around. Yeah, he does not want the whole vaccination. Let's call it a kerfuffle to rear its ugly head again. So he made sure he's like, here's what I'll do. I'm going to set the record straight. I'm going to do it in a way that everyone tweets about. (laughs) No one will be able to ignore or miss the news of my broken foot. Mm -hmm. And he did. And I mean, he He has some nice nice comments about Harrison Smith and Pat McAfee. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, About him trying to murder people. (laughs) No, I actually, I kind of don't watch uh, his interviews on McAfee anymore because because of of things that you've seen. Yeah, you've I just if like I don't hear about weeks. it, it it went well, and maybe I'll watch it. You know, I'll watch it in the car on the on the way <laughs> that to picture, Thanksgiving man, where tomorrow. he just like pulling up his toes. Like it's a strange it's, picture because I didn't cool. I didn't see anything about it until we tweeted about it, and I saw the picture. I was like, wait, is that like photoshopped? What's going on here? Did he drop one of Danica's? Danica's crystals on him. He was like trying to be like, oh shit, Chaley came back. He's like, oh no, and dropped a crystal on well, yeah, his toe. He still hasn't said like how it specifically happened. Oh, no, it happened it... when he was in isolation. I mean, yeah. yeah so like just around the house. Just... Did the Pat McAfee interview <laughs> and he saw all the, the backlash and he went, damn it. And he just kicked like his counter. He he went for like a four finger night of tequila and he just stumbled around yeah, the house. Yeah, he fell through a window. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's the news. There's not really much happening other than, you know, Aaron Rodgers uh, deserves our, our admiration and respect for battling through this injury because apparently it hurts like a motherfucker. Uh, um, and I then know. It would have been one thing if it actually was COVID toe because they do say it's like extremely painful, but it's like a fractured toe. It's like everyone's like, oh, I have mean, a fracture. It's still painful. I know, but like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it, like it is what it is. Like. You know, rub some dirt on it. I don't know. Like, I mean, what he, do you? What can you do? Clearly, about it? Like, at least at the moment, he had a great week last week. It's. It seems like it's more of a pain and less of a production. I just want to know how many like cortisone shots that he got. Like, oh, so all like of them. going in the, at that halftime because he we're, came out. Yeah, like look like you know totally we're, fine. We're gonna get. Uh, well, that's why he's in the tunnel too. Which yeah, is or he's like, I gotta get my shot. Come yeah, on, come on. on. It really hurts. <laughs> uh, and, and that, weird, weird optics on that one though. Yeah, because like then Jordan Love had to come out. Like, yeah, he had to come in just to kneel, just to he's hang like, out. Aaron's just gone. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna get so many cortisone shots. I mean, we might get the you know Aaron Rodgers after the Bears come back with his you know my knee in the post game where he was just loopy as shit. But I don't know. As long as he keeps playing well, to, to have as much toe medicine as you need, man. <laughs> and uh, and speaking of players with uh, personal issues, yeah. So. Um... Luckily, the, uh, I'm glad there was more developments with this that came out because obviously we, there was not a lot going on. This today. was Tuesday, right? This was like last night. So yeah, so Tuesday night. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was at like three in the morning. This okay, morning. yeah. So so um, overnight, Everson Griffin, who has a history of you know some mental health struggles and and whatnot, he had some 
you know, Instagram videos where he has a gun and he's saying people are, you know, outside like trying to kill him. And it was, you know, I, I don't want to, I refrain from, you know, reposting the video, re, you know, speculating on it because there's a whole lot, you know, I don't want to get into being like, oh my gosh, drug, like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's a situation where A, it's, inappropriate just to assume that especially with something like mental health where the nfl you know with guys like dak prescott and and um you know everson griffin you know people coming forward about you know being more outspoken about mental health and like it's something that you know people should not be afraid to talk about should not be afraid to get help and it you know it's something very scary and, it, and it's, especially a case like this where it know, does no but, good to speculate and yeah to, well and he's had similar you know, issues, episodes yeah. like this before where, you know, we kind of know for sure generally what's going on yeah. and there's no real speculation to yeah. be done. It's just kind yeah, of a bummer. And, like, like, and it, it came out of nowhere too, because like this year, especially like he's been in significantly good, like headspace and since being back with the team. And, um, and so he was, you know, in a, I hate that they use this. They said like a standoff, which, that just doesn't – I don't know. There's just a lot of negative connotations around that. And they had, you know, team like personnel from the team as well as local law enforcement yeah. outside his home. And he was alone and they were just trying because to – He called 911 about yeah. the intruder and then they showed up and he like wouldn't come out. Yeah, and he, and and he wouldn't come out thing. for a while. I think it was like 14 hours. And then he came out peacefully, no incident. Yeah. And, you know, Rick Spielman, the GM, came out and said he's getting the help he needs, um, you know. And you know, all, all I'm going to say on it is, you know, well wishes. Just take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, and the only reason everyone, we're talking just, about it is just it's something to yeah. note about the team. Yeah. Likely. And this is one where it's like for a little this bit. Is, yeah. This is one where like football is like obviously important for us. But like obviously players well-being is priority. Like, you know, yeah. that's sec- like, who, you know, don't even think about like, oh, no, we're not going to have them. Now we're going to do it. It's like, that shouldn't be what you should think about. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, wishing well wishes to Everson Griffin and, you know, hoping he gets the help he needs. But that's kind of the news that happened today for the Vikings. Um, everyone else is at practice. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the line I feel like kind of where, you know, if you make fun of shit like that, regardless yeah. of team. You're it's probably just, just like a terrible yeah, person. Yeah, just a bit gross. Yeah, so that's not something that anyone should be mocking. And yeah, I hope, mm-hmm. hope he gets better fast. I don't yeah. have anything else to really say. Um, all right. I think we should go into segments. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really have anything to note about. Like, the Cowboys had another clunker on offense. And Well, yeah, because I, I feel like when you take away Dak's two top receivers, yeah. you know, there are some big problems. I mean, he, he had... He had CD for, I mean, not like a long time, but like, I don't know. Like, it was one where it was nice to gallop kind of back a little bit. Um, but Chris Jones just had a monster game and three and a half sacks, you know, deflection in there, got to Dak a bunch. I mean, he just, just wrecks the game. Legereus Sneed had some really good plays. Like, the, you know, Spagnola just like, don't give a fuck. I'm going to, you know, yeah. <laughs> gonna yeah. Make and, the and we've, we've seen that with, you know, the Cowboys. You know, one other time really stands out against the Broncos, and it's something to monitor. I mean, they're still a good team. I expect yeah. they'll probably bounce way the fuck back. Better hope uh, they don't have a clunker you know, in the today while you're listening to this. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it, it's just not a very interesting game to talk about because nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Dak sacked five times. Uh, looked very uncomfortable. Two interceptions. He just 
didn't look good. They, I don't know why they got away from, I don't know. They, they, they quickly abandoned the run when it was clearly working. And I think that's a, they, maybe it was like one of those things where like let Dak just like kind of throw it out and something will break and well, nothing did. So, yeah. Um, and the chiefs didn't need to do a whole lot just cause their defense, you know, the, the no chiefs kind of continue their, their bounce back trajectory yeah. where they, Oh, Travis Kelsey, Terry Kelly, these guys are pretty fucking good. Yeah. Should probably throw the ball. I don't know. Clyde came back. It didn't really matter, but, mm-hmm. but 5.3 carry. That's pretty good. So, um, all right, let's go to segments. Uh, first segment obviously is our performance of the week. Um, I'll give mine first. There was, I think, an obvious one. Um, I was going to say, can we rename this the Jonathan Taylor yeah, performance like, of the week? Fucking award? hell, dude. Like, I, every time we saw this game, like, pop up. Touchdown. We're like, holy shit. And, and of course, who did I play against in fantasy? Jonathan Taylor. In two out of my three leagues, which is great. Um, so, Jonathan Taylor. Thoughts and prayers to you. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor just wrecked the Bills shit. And Carson Wentz, like, 106 yards passing, not like anything great. And 19 of that went to Jonathan Taylor and his only touchdown went to Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor had um, over 200 yards in scrimmage, five touchdowns on 35 carries or 35 touches. Yeah, a quick shout out uh, to the approximately 5,000 people that commented on our TikTok (laughs) about this. There were actually five touchdowns. Those were his rushing stats. Yeah. One of them was a catch. Shut up. You're not clever. Yeah. And, and it's just like the Bills, they just continue to struggle. Like on offense, it was a bad yeah. Josh Allen day. Um, you know, yeah, I don't necessarily blame their defense as much for this. I mean, obviously, they you know could have and should have probably played better. Yeah. But this was just a Jonathan Taylor Well, explosion. and it was one of those two things, too. Like, the run defense for the Bills has been really good this year. And the defense in general has been really good. But their run defense yeah. especially, this was a bad matchup for Jonathan Taylor. I think, like... Jonathan Taylor it don't didn't, care. It didn't matter. And yeah. I, I just... I don't know. No one, like, no one told him it was a bad matchup. The so Bills, he just went out. the Bills started out being like the one seed or like the two seed or whatever it was. I think I was the two seed, and now they're the seventh. Um, that's how muddled the AFC is, and they're not even in first place at their division. <laughs> the Colts are going to give us a really fun, like you know, wild card weekend yeah. game with yeah. whoever they get matched up against because they're not going to win that division. They've lost both of the games the Titans already. Yeah, but yeah, they're. I feel like they're kind of getting rolling at a good time, mm-hmm. and they, you know, Jonathan Taylor has awakened. I'm excited actually to see the midseason, or the the middle of the season hard knocks that started. We didn't even talk about last week, but that started last week, and you know it kind of leads up through the game. And so I'm excited to see them on this I'm, game about Jonathan Taylor just wrecking the Bills. I had a thought. I'm like, well, let's just let's just save that until like April. When we're just out of football, yeah, and we'll be like, we all right, now we're it. gonna we're gonna Remember retrospectively, way back when. <laughs> yeah. Remember Jonathan Taylor? Wow. We just nail our predictions, <laughs> or stay on brand, and we just are awful. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's one where I I honestly think that like they really need to just start force feeding Digs because. This is another low volume kind of a day for him. He had two touchdowns, obviously, but only six targets. Only four catches for 23 yards. Like, you just need to be more creative getting him the ball because you saw it last year how well it went. 
I, I don't know. Like I, Gabriel Davis should not be a you know a focal point or getting as many targets or you know up there. And well, I feel like the also, corpse of Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox. Why is he getting ten targets? Josh Allen too. I feel like he's very prone to these games where Josh Allen either looks like the best quarterback it's ever played. Yeah. Or he looks like stronger Philip Rivers, you know, yeah. where it's just like you look at him and you go, is this the same guy? He still makes really, really bad decisions every now and then. Yep. And like it's it's like if you if you were to like supercharge like good Kirk, bad Kirk, that's yep. what Josh Allen is. Like good Josh Allen is yeah, and you fucking MVP, like arguably the best player in the NFL. Bad Josh Allen, you're like, why is he starting at quarterback? Yeah. Like, this is like the next coming of Jamarcus Russell. Like, what the fuck? Put that in the clip. Adam Oz on Josh Allen. Why is he starting at quarterback? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, shout out Mitch Trubisky. Got in through an interception. That's our boy. Look, look at you go, man. MVP. You know. Um, uh, so, my performance of the week. Yeah. So, this one this one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Debo Samuel is a running back. Yeah. Uh, at least, not like, last week he was. Yeah. Who knows where he'll land? Maybe he'll be like a center. It's not even like a non not a uh, negative connotation like Lamar. Like No. <laughs> I mean, he was a running back. He had eight carries for 79 yards and a mm. touchdown, averaging 9.9 a carry. I mean, he didn't get the lion's share of the work, yeah. but he got the lion's share of the yards. I'm not scared of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm terrified of Debo Samuel wrecking my shit yeah. this can, week. Can Debo throw? Like I, Maybe I he know. can just do all the positions. Yeah, I just... Throw yeah. it to himself, hand it off to himself. Just so that fuck. that's my performance of the week, just because you know, it's like an eyebrow raiser. I was like, wait a minute, yeah. what? <laughs> uh all right, Nathan Beerman Award. Well, we talked I talked about positive in the AFC South. Now I gotta talk about negative. Um oh boy. Ryan Tannehill. You know how supportive I've been and pro Ryan Tannehill on this podcast. I feel like that's because when Bad. you look at Ryan Tannehill, you see a lot of Kirk Cousins in him. Well, no, I saw a thing. Uh, <laughs> I want to read you this. I, I saw. I'm, I'm gonna find this picture that I like. I saw like a. Uh, it's like a Kirk. It's like a comparison yeah, between the two. Where not not even a comparison. It's like um, measures like le- like if Kirk's where it is if. Kirk Cousins was a like a measuring tool. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk Cousins is clearly one point one Kirks. Wait, one point oh. Yeah, or yeah, what sorry, one point oh. One point oh one point oh Kirks. You almost lost me sorry, immediately. One point yeah. Kirks. So you got Baker Mayfield, 0.75 Kirks. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo, 0.8 Kirks. Okay. This is one where I'm like, eh, it kind of all it switches. Derek Carr, one point one Kirks. That's that that's in flux. That's I one where I'm you. like, it, it can be up and down. He, I think, I think his is point nine Kirks, one point one Kirks. Depends on he can, how much oil is on those arms, or or his if his hair is getting more and more looking like Marv. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then Tannehill is one point three Kirks. Okay. I yeah. think like, I saw that. I was like, that's fair. That's a very fair yeah. measuring. Like, I think that's how every quarterback should measure it, as in their Kirk Cousins I, rating. I think that's how we should measure quarterbacks yeah. just going forward. Yeah, just going forward. Like, Tyrod Taylor, like, he's probably like a, maybe like a point seven Kirks. I, I think that's generous, but yeah. Well, I don't know. He, he doesn't do a whole lot to wow you. He doesn't do it like he doesn't like necessarily throw games away. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So I don't know, but yeah, Tannehill. That was a bad. It was a bad day for him. Uh, thirty-five of fifty-two, three twenty-three, one touchdown, four interceptions. He was without. Ob- he was obviously without um, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and AJ Brown. AJ Brown got hurt really early in the game. Um, 
Yeah, and this was a uh, a big big day for moisture. If you saw this game at all, you <laughs> yeah. saw Mike Vrabel Looks as so the wettest man on earth. It just looked sad. In yeah, the it, it, he looked like someone just broke up with him, and he was just standing out there. This is like the Titans are just love to lose to bad teams. Yeah, and I just I don't know, man. Like sucks. they're hard to figure out. Rex Burkhead's still in the NFL, I guess. I didn't know that, but everyone knows that. He's I like a, how Adrian Peterson also like he actually had like not a bad game, like nine carries of forty yards for four point four. He had they, such he a good cut. game that they're giving him a rest for the rest <laughs> and of they his cut him. life. Like we liked we saw a Hillard and Freeman. See ya. Hilliard, that guy. Hilliard, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So my Nathan Peterman was uh, graced upon us by uh, Mr. Daniel Jones on Monday Night Football. Uh, 23 of 38, 167, one touchdown, which granted was two alignments. So that's like one and a half touchdowns. Uh, but two interceptions. One of these interceptions was maybe the worst interception I've seen probably all season it's up there in like the last five years of just what is going on? What are you doing? You know, what thoughts are running through your head? And the Giants are three and seven. No one, I don't think, realistically expected them to win this game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they lose 30 to 10. It wasn't, you know, ever even really that close. And the Daniel Jones clock is ticking. It's been ticking. It will continue to tick for a while longer. This is by no means the death nail in his career, but he's got to pull his stuff together at some point. Yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 go on to our stock up. Uh, stock up. I'm going to do it before because the news already might be announced by the time you listen to this. Stock up is Bears fans with a maybe. Um, came out <laughs> with a maybe. On a, the, by NBC Sports Chicago that the Bears plan to fire Matt Nagy but they still have him coaching Thursday for Thanksgiving. With yeah. The Lions. Um, I, that's Which wild is an to me. Interesting move. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go with, you know, he's my stock. They're their stock up. You might be getting away from Matt Nagy. You're still going to have Ryan Pace as GM. So it's not fully Matt, great. Matt but, Nagy's like, I'm thankful for my prosperous career and my steady paychecks. Yeah. And they're like, you, you, should, uh, you should think of another no, what's, thing. What's a different thing? Yeah. Uh, we're thankful <laughs> For your understanding, what? Yeah, oh, just don't, don't worry no. about it. <laughs> uh, so my stock up this week, Bama quarterbacks. This was a week where we saw Jalen Hurts and Tua. I always fuck it up, so I'm just going to say Tua. Um, they both won. And you can't always say that. You know, on the Eagles and the, the Dolphins, neither one of those is a guaranteed win every week. Jalen Hurts especially had a really nice day, actually. Not... A lot going on through the air, but it looks like potentially the Eagles have finally figured out that he's pretty good at running. He ran for three touchdowns. Which, like, should it be new? No. Like, like, no, like, like, that should that not was, be new news. That was his thing. <laughs> and they like they just now, after, like... He had, a like great, he had a great passing year at Oklahoma when he transferred, but other than that, he was basically just, like, a pure runner. Yeah, after one and a half seasons, the Eagles are like, wait a minute. Wait Holy a shit. This guy's pretty fast. Look what he can do with the on the ground. <laughs> so, Bama quarterbacks, they get a bad rap sometimes, but it was a good week. Yeah. Um, all right, stock down. Got to stay with it. Matt Nagy, sorry, you get it. Um, even if you don't get fired. Man, got him today, a second time. Even if you don't get fired today, you just, you're not very good. And, like, the best version is when you have, like, you, you did that performance after a bye and it just 
bad. He's 0-4 after yeah, like, five weeks. Like, giving him more prep time is actually hurtful. Like, if, if you kidnapped Matt Nagy and, like, blindfolded him and threw him in a van yeah. and then just dumped him at Soldier Field right before the game started, they'd probably do better. Like, I, I think that Matt Nagy is Matt Nagy's own worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my stock down uh, is 212 degrees Fahrenheit because that is a temperature that water boils at. And I'm not even going to talk about Tim Boyle <laughs> and his actual play this weekend. I'm going to talk about how the whole world kind of learned who Tim Boyle is this weekend, and they can't wrap their brain around how he's in the NFL. And I'm not going to go into excruciating details I've heard on multiple other programs. I knew Tim Boyle. He used to be on the Packers. I was aware of uh, his presence. Let's call it his... uh, Yeah, his presence, his statistical legacy. (laughs) It's not great. It's never been great. And he remains an anomaly in the NFL. Now, that said... That interception was so bad. Oh, yeah. No, and his play was... You know, in line with everything that I knew about Tim Boyle, I just feel so bad because all I've heard talk about, I haven't heard someone say one nice thing about Tim Boyle this whole week. Everyone's talking about him in excruciating detail and how bad he is. Look, this man is an inspiration. He's fake it till you make it to the nth degree. I mean, this guy, he made it. And so I just want to say, Tim, I I believe in you. I think you're going to give us an entertaining football game on Thanksgiving, and that's more than maybe some Go- people can Goff say. is trending in the right direction, so Goff no, might play. No, I don't want to see Jared. I want to see Tim. Oh, uh, jeez. Um, all right, let's go in our Week 12 preview. Um, so we have starting – why is this not bright? Okay, here we go. Man, your laptop stinks. Sorry, wrong tab. Um, all right, so Week 12, we do have some games. Obviously, there's three games on Thanksgiving – not highlighting any of them. Um, the Bears, Lions, Raiders, Cowboys, Bills, Saints. Uh, God, thank God the Bears, Lions is early when everyone's like still kind of getting ready. Like but Thanksgiving football is a lot like pizza, though. Yeah. Even if it's bad, it's still you know, pizza. Yeah, you know, it, I, it, I still. It, I, it gives I you an excuse like, if, you, if you don't want to talk to your your extended family and whatnot. If you want to avoid that. That aunt that's asking you, you know, why are you still single? You could just be like, plop yourself and watch some mediocre to bad football. Like I'm, um, I'm very invested in Tim Boyle. Thank you. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, so those are the games that we have on Thursday. And then Sunday, uh, we have the, let's start with talking about, I guess we both play at 325. So both play yep. at 325, both on Fox. So great. Awesome. For, to- <laughs> awesome for me. Uh, right in the have, middle of this fucking market. We got the Vikings traveling to 49ers to play them. Uh, how, do you, is, how do you feel? So this is one where I I think we are the better team. Like, we, this is a game that, you know, we should win. The 49ers have looked good lately because they're like, hey, Debo Samuel's really good. Let's just make him our best focal point of the offense. Also, so we didn't, that's what's terrifying. Yeah, we never mentioned it, but this last week, they actually like threw the ball to Brandon Ayuk because Debo was being a running back yeah. half the time. Because all and, the running backs are just dead. Yeah, and like he's good at football. Yeah, he's like, just really good. I don't the ball know. in his hands. Yeah, they just kind of um, decided not to target him. I'm, I'm not worried about, you know, I'm not really worried about 
Garoppolo, I just, I don't know. I don't think he's very good. But if Trey Lance goes um, in, their defense has not been like super great this year. Um, they're still their defensive line is still good. You know, they have you know Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, like guys that can make plays and you know pressure get get some pressure on Kirk. If like every single game, if Kirk is given some time, I I like our chances. If his shit is blown up like the times that we've traveled to the 49ers, you know, like a couple years ago when we traveled there um, in the playoffs, it did not go well because their defensive line wrecked our shit. So we'll see, you know, take care of the ball. Hopefully Dalvin can have, you know, be, be productive so it doesn't become one-dimensional and, you know, the defensive lines can just pin their ears back and go after the running or go after Kirk. We'll see. I'm hoping... You, you know. guys are uh, you guys are gonna lose this game. You know why? Why? Because you the, the last game you won. And it was not you're a miracle. Very, it was not like a. Not it was like not a like miracle. That kind of, but like, I don't put it in that. It same was category. dramatic. I don't the, put it in that category. And, and the thing about it too, you know, we're not gonna dive all the way back into this again. But what I said about you know the Vikings fans care so much about being the Packers, the Vikings players also feel that way. And I've I've seen you know multiple guys out there talking about that's the game that they get up for the most. That's <laughs> of course like there you guys, is going like, to be what? a hangover from that game, and so. the Vikings are going to get Jimmy G'd all over them. I don't know. I mean, you could have said the same thing about the Vikings Chargers. Like no, that was a, you couldn't have that said that was a dramatic no, game. Well, yeah, but you guys don't care about the Chargers. I, I just don't. I you don't guys feel so. about the Chargers like the Packers feel about you? Mm, no, I don't. Think so. <laughs> Um, all right. What do you think the line is on this one? It's at San Fran. Uh, I'm going to give like San Fran minus one. San Fran minus three. So basically just a Vegas believes, uh, over under set 48. So expect a little bit of points. There's Um, been talk about adjusting the home field advantage though, because there's been more upsets this year. Yeah. Road teams have actually had one more than they've lost. Yeah. They're, they're kicking around the tires of, you know, making it a two point. Yeah, uh, differential instead of a three. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the Vikings game. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. And then you guys actually play another California team, but you're at home. You have the Los Angeles Rams coming yeah. to town. And at home is good for this. I mean, even if it wasn't the West Coast, which the Packers have historically not had success, um, this is going to be tough. You know, the Rams have stumbled off a bit a in recent weeks. Rams off a bye. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the last hurdle for the Packers before our bye week. So there's potential to, I don't, you know, you, 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 you want to about, go on, you want to go into the bye with a win. Yeah. You, you wanna... talk about like, oh, they're looking ahead. Like they're not looking ahead at the bye week, but it's, you know, everyone's thinking about, oh, we get to rest after this. And yeah. Maybe you're not quite as sharp. Um, and the Rams, like I said, they're a good team. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, there was other news that I guess we didn't cover. Elton Jenkins uh, tore his ACL oh, yeah. in the Vikings game, done for the season, which is a gigantic bummer. And it's even more of a bummer in this game specifically. Because you're not going to have Bakhtiari until at best after the bye. Yeah, he and, and he won't be on the field to uh, you know put Aaron Donald in timeout like he did in the playoffs last year where Aaron Donald was getting personal foul penalties for just getting angry and grabbing his face mask because he was so frustrated. You didn't have Bakhtiari in the playoffs? What? Jenkins. Oh, Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, there's, I was like, what? So that's that's a bummer. Hopefully, uh, hopefully. And Von ya- Miller, you know. Yash Nijman can, uh, can do that to Aaron Donald. <clears throat> we will see. 
Um, is uh, Aaron Jones turning to be playing? I think he's practicing, but I okay. wouldn't expect him to play yet, especially with the bye coming up. It's mm-hmm. like, why rush it? Yep. Um, so I don't know. This game, I could definitely see them losing. I think the Rams are a talented team, and I think, you know. Depends on what Matt Stafford. He's not looked good the last couple weeks, as we've talked about. Yeah, but the thing is, I think that they're, he's kind of due for a bounce back because yeah. he's had two bad games in a row. And if o- he has OBJ's three, been fully in their system, giving them, you know, that buy is huge when they pick them up. So he's not like, I, I expect to see him on the field, obviously, a lot more than the first week. Yeah, I expect to see Odell on the field. I, I'm i not worried about him. I'm sure that'll come back Cooper to Cup. haunt me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, knock on wood. But, uh, yeah, I'm worried about Cooper Cup. Yeah. Holy shit. I guess, I don't know. At the in the second half of the game against the Vikings last week, uh, Kevin King and uh, Razul Douglas were swapped for the corner two and three roles. Mm-hmm. If they don't open like that and King's back at corner two, I don't know what to tell him at this point. I mean, he's not the guy, so hopefully that's how we open it anyway. I feel but like he will because I feel like Razul Douglas didn't do enough to be like, okay, yeah, that warrants. I it. mean, he's played better than King, yeah, basically this whole season. I don't know to pass someone is like you got to be. Well, he was he was past know. him, like he he got elevated when King got hurt, but like, and then he, King's not he's hurt. kind of well, but then King came back and he kept that role for a couple of weeks, yeah. and I have no idea why they thought Vikings. Yeah, it's a good time to put put King back at corner too. This seems like yeah, a he's great so matchup. tall. Look at him. Yeah, look at him out there. Yeah, Kirk throws the ball way up high, and you know Adam Thielen doesn't move. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I could see them losing this one and going into the bye and then trying to get healthy. Hopefully after that you get Bakhtiari back, you get Jones back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Josh Myers is is still alive and potentially coming back I this season. I haven't heard anything about Jair. We talked about I hate his helmet Oh, so no, much. that's not him. That's that's somebody else. I, I forget My- who that is. Myers is the center, isn't he? He was. He's hurt. Oh, oh, he's Runyon, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, JRJ. So, I don't know. I'm bracing myself. By the way, for Tom Brady played with his dad at college, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that's that's, that's he's gross. old. Tom Tom's old. Tom's old and gross. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I'm bracing for a loss, but cautiously optimistic. Uh, yeah. Another another game maybe to highlight a noon game. Uh, with how surgeon they are, Bucks at Colts. Bucks have a you know for the last handful of years they've had a very 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 good run defense. I'm excited to see but how that happens. With... Is Vita Vea going to be back? Because he's hurt right now. He didn't play sure. last week. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, to see how how that defense goes against Jonathan Taylor, who's just becoming a world eater. Um, this feels, who, by like... the way, finally passed Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like, congrats. <laughs> this this feels like a game where there's going to be a lot of points, but it's mm-hmm. not one of those games where you're sure there's going to be a lot of points. Yeah. So it might actually come to fruition. Yeah. So that's one to keep an eye on. Um, other interesting ones, maybe maybe Browns Ravens. I don't know. That game doesn't. I feel like those teams are not. I don't. Know. I'd be more interested in Steelers Bengals, honestly. Yeah, I suppose uh, Steelers did come alive in uh, in, in Monday night against mm-hmm. the Chargers. I think it was Monday. Was that Monday night? Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Also, some potential this week for the Patriots to really just pull their dicks out with uh, having the Titans at home. The Titans, who you know looked terrible last week, yeah. but are considered to be kind of the top of uh, the they're tier. Cur- yeah, they're currently the one seed, which yeah, is, in the AFC. You know. And so, if the Patriots, who kind of look like they're on the upswing, can mm-hmm. really put the nail in on that game, I yeah. mean, that's going to be. 
I hope you didn't get used to Patriots fans not being really fucking annoying because they're going to be back. <laughs> um, all right, with that, let's go into our two-minute drill. Uh, I have four. I this have week. three. Okay, looks like I'm going first. All right, ready, set, go. Who's the best team in the AFC right now? Oh, man. Um, the best team in the AFC is stalling for time, talking really slowly. I still think it's the Titans. Their defense is playing better recently, and their offense, when healthy, is potent. Um, let's see. How many uh, interceptions will the Lions and Bears combine for today? Uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I'd say if like Andy Dalton doesn't actually throw too many, like I feel like he's kind of just safe. Whereas just if it was Justin Fields, like Boyle, I'd be like, I think we could see it was, five it interceptions. Was Boyle Field. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I think if it's if it's Dalton Goff, I'm gonna say we see three. Okay. If it's Dalton. Um, Boyle, Boyle, four. Okay, I think I could see like a one from Dalton and a three from from Boyle. Yeah, and then you know take away another one. I think maybe you get a two, two from Dalton because maybe maybe you actually having to score some points. Yeah, and one from Goff if it's that. Yeah, okay, that so. makes sense. Um, all right, who is the best team in the NFC? The best team in the NFC. Let's see here. Once again, why am I not on standings for this? I'm looking at the schedule. People have <laughs> buys. Uh, the best team in the NFC is probably, I would have said the Cowboys more recently, mm -hmm. but they've had multiple clunkers in a row now. Yeah. NFC, I think, is harder just because teams, just like every time they get up there, they, they have a bad game. I think... I think it's still the Cardinals, to be honest with you. I think that Cole McCoy balled out. Yeah, Cole McCoy balled Charlie. out. They've been winning even through some injuries, and you know, been dealing with that. They're also in a division that is objectively, I think, the hardest division in football. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals. Okay. Nice try with that bait, though. That was <laughs> was not sneaky. Uh, what will Jason Garrett's next job be? Does not have to be football. He got fired. Um. I don't know. I, I would love to say like a, a professional like, like spokesperson for like a clap on light. Ooh. Um, maybe maybe there like he, yeah. he is, he's a great clapper. Um, I like that. I wonder if he clapped for when he got fired, like supporting me. Like <laughs> all right, you know, thank thank you. Thank I feel you, like family. he could do like motivational speaking too. You know, like he'd yeah. be great at that. He yeah. just twenty minutes of clapping. Yeah. So I'll say that. Um, all right. What's wrong with the Bills' offense? Uh, they can't run the football at all. And when teams know that, it's been a big trend this year in the too high shell. Mm. And you can score on it, but it's harder. Yeah. And people keep doing that to them, and they have no good running backs or no good. I don't. I feel like their backs are okay, though. I feel like they like, just don't really commit. They're just like, fuck it. Like, da Dabble's just like, I don't really yeah. want to do this. Yeah, it's it's, not, it's just, more fun to throw. It's an unwillingness to yeah. run, not an inability, which yeah. is. And then they get down, and then they have to throw. And it's kind of like the Chiefs a little bit, but the Chiefs have been better this year with it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Should they take Thanksgiving away from the Lions? <laughs> no, just because, like, I do think it's 
entertaining to watch them just because yeah like when they're bad it makes you feel better about your team on a day of like when you're being thankful like i'm always more thankful like god i'm so glad i'm not a lions fan like the, knowing... the, the part that makes me nervous though is if like our teams will routinely have to play them yeah. on thanksgiving oh, i hate playing and i don't like that no i, I hate yeah. that i remember one that a couple of year a handful of years ago there was one where the lions actually weren't too bad and i had like golden tate like flipping into the end zone yep. to win and like i remember that I was remember like an that. overtime and i'm like yep. that one sucked but yeah i i agree with you i just the question needs to be asked once a year and we need to revisit I, this. i'd rather have the cowboys off of thanksgiving and the lions stay on if i was gonna if, uh, other than the other way around i, I think i'd rather put a third team as like the always thanksgiving team i think it should be like someone like the steelers or something like, like another, an old school another one that has a lot of or like the chief yeah the chiefs are i wouldn't want to see like that's rude to patrick mahomes i don't know like what about what about like the you like the brown well the browns I what, don't know. what about the washington football team and we give them back their old name <laughs> It's just for that day. Uh, no, or like, I, you can't put the Bears because you're not going to put two teams from the same division on there. Um, I don't know. Maybe like the 49ers could be kind of cool just because of their history that they have. I want them to be blue, though. It's a blue day. Maybe the Giants. It's a blue day? Oh, yeah. just because of their teams. Both the te- other teams have blue. Yeah, I was going to say maybe the Cardinals are an old team, too. No, they're um, not that old. Cardinals are very old. They like moved though, didn't yeah. they? Like they ha- they haven't been the Cardinals the the whole time. Yeah, they've been old though. They're <laughs> one of the old teams. They've been old. Um. So, I don't know. Yeah, I we we let them keep it, but we yeah. got to ask the question every year. Yeah. All right, and my last one: Are the Patriots a legitimate contender? They're the three seed currently. They're not a Super Bowl contender this year, but the bounce back is real and they are going to be trouble going forward. Yeah. Uh, they're a much better team than I thought they were going to be this year. And the trajectory, you know, they got nowhere to go, but up. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure half this podcast projected them in the playoffs. Was it, was it not me? It was not. I you. don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and they're they're better than I thought. They had but, a one year hibernation, and they're like, "Well, we're not yeah. going to just roll." But over they're not a powerhouse. No. I mean, their number one receiver is like Kendrick Bourne. I don't even know. Yeah. So they're they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but they are good. Yeah, they they need some playmakers, but Mac Jones is you know doing what he should be doing in his first year. Like that defense is the yeah. focal point. Obviously, he looks the best team. out of all the rookies. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, not a high bar to clear, but it's not even close though. Yeah. And two minutes. All right. Well, I I don't think there's anything else I have. I'm actually, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm proud, but I'm kind of disapp- more disappointed, honestly, the opposite of proud, um, that you, I was expecting more. I was expecting more from you in your reaction. Well, I think I got it all out on Twitter. I yeah, think that's I the guess. beauty of it. I guess. Like I, I had, I was prepared. Like, would you want me to like fight you? I, I was prepared. I, I was waiting for you to like. I don't know. Like, I pulled up like things trying to preemptively you, you, you like, had, like a little argument. like a little pepper spray for like girls <laughs> yeah. jogging, like just ready like, to go. I, I don't know. Like, I had all like I literally went through the game history and pulled all eight of Green Bay's penalties because I, I, if you're going to lean on that, I was be like, okay, here they oh, are. No, I mean, that's bullshit, break them all but down. whatever. But like, um, I was like, you know. Yeah, so a- after we finish recording this episode, you're going to go through like Dwight in the office and just like got like ninja stars yeah, under the just, table. Just like, like, just like, yeah, you know, I, I was <laughs> I was expecting more and I, it's a little disappointment. 
Uh, I believe someone mentioned last week that I've been domesticated and I yeah, mean, I mean, there were parts of it. It's during, very true. No, yeah, there, you'll probably see lots of clips. No, they won't see any clips. <laughs> there, there's some clips of of like what you look through it, where like what, some of your biggest reactions, you'll see like the biggest like like th- like the gym face that he made when like Karen was like yelling at him, where he's like, "Yep." Like I made lots of those, like like yep. looking over to people that are my left, and like I don't want to necessarily be on the same couch. I'm like, oh, you were in the splash zone. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. There are a lot of those. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess domestic. Like I've seen it. Compared to what it is, I mean, that was our first Vikings pack game. What I always so. tell Jalen is, you know, she thinks she's seen me at a ten. Yeah, she's seen me at a three. <laughs> There's yeah, so much. Yeah. There, there. The scale goes so far oh, up, oh, and yeah. she's got no idea. Yeah, and so I, I, I take that as a compliment. I, and also, I think you deserve some of the credit for giving me this outlet in Twitter to just scream into I, for seventy two hours. I, I, straight. I, I don't know if that, like, I don't know, like I. <laughs> Every time I see it, like you come across on my feet, I'm like, jeez, oh, oh no! I'm like, let, he's gonna work it out. I just wish you had like a burner, like not no, yourself. No, like no. I just, I don't know. I um, stand by my tweets too. I'm yeah. not trying to distance from those. I'm just saying that is the process. It was just you're just an emotional tweeter. That's when I see when when I'm upset by by the Vikings. I just become very quiet and I just like turtle. Whereas when you're upset about the Packers or a about lash. something, yeah, 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 you are a lash out. You're, yeah, that's like the exact opposites. External anger. <laughs> it's just you, you take to Twitter. Oh, it's I don't know. The steam has to go somewhere. Yeah, it's just it's just funny, but I don't know. All right, well, I think that's gonna do it. Um, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to the website at Ten K Takes. Uh, mn.com and find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10K, where we post our episodes each week, as well as clips, reactions, other content regarding the NFL as a whole. Um, you can also find links to Kevin and I's Twitter on there, uh, where we're a little more active and you can see Kevin's emotional tweets. Um, and maybe me just being I'm, sad. I'm, I'm pulling them. I bet they're not that bad. They're bad, dude. No, they're bad. No. Um, and so, like I, I said, I black out when I write them. Yeah, so I don't. It, I don't know what they say. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you 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 blamed a inanimate object for a torn ACL. Turf that just fields are an abomination. <laughs> Should never play football inside. That is stupid. I stand by that. I think you said that. like a monstrosity and like yeah. you ugly piece. Of, you know, yeah. yeah. There is just I insulted an object. <laughs> it's just one because of those things. They, God, like God forbid, a three hundred pound man is they just like being pushed back. By the way, turf fields by the way, in soccer pushed back by um, Harrison Smith on that play. Yeah, I mean he was just that taken was, like off balance. Yeah, but on a blitz. I don't know. It's a good play. But Are you insulting a man who no, tore like, his ACL I'm never gonna, like, on that I, play? I never wish for that to happen. Like, I'm not one of those fans. Let me do the outro, damn it. All right, you're sidetracking me. Um, I, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. Kevin, final words. Football is an outdoor sport. Football is an outdoor sport.